0: We just got back from "Bands Off Our Bodies" protest, and now we're debriefing. Join us. We are created equal, and we're inviting you to debrief with us. Hey, y'all. I'm Lexi.
1: Hey, everyone. It's Seth again, and today another conversation about another radical protest. A group of pro-abortion people with their ideas that are not really good arguments. <laughs>
0: Yes, and so joining us today, we have Miss Claire. I love saying her name like that. I don't know. It's so fun. I watched (laughs) this movie one time, and they said her name like that, and so I've always said it like that.
2: Thank you, Claire, for coming on. It's an honor to be here.
1: (laughs) Sorry you can't be in our office with us, because we also have today, not with, well, I guess yesterday, Claire had brought in a great cake, and so if you ever come join our office while Claire is still here, you might get to enjoy a Claire-made cake. It was very
0: beautiful. There was pearls on it.
1: There were edible pearls edible pearls yes Yes. Yes.
0: and edible what else I mean sprinkles sprinkles but like okay but it looked like gold like have y'all ever seen those cakes have like the crystals like inside it looked very beautiful are you
1: asking us or the the listeners the The listeners well they can't respond
0: well I'm sure they have because if you've gone on like Instagram or something Instagram Explorer or Pinterest you've definitely seen those types of cakes and it was very very pretty Thank but you. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> we're going to talk about something that's very unpretty today. And that is pro-abortion protest. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we actually went to protest the protest. Um, so that's a, a different sort of uh, style then usually we are the protest at a lot of events um anyone wants to
1: know more about like what that looks like or what what we're doing they can listen to josie's episode from last week to hear more about the what we did there
0: definitely follow us on the debrief instagram then you can see some videos of what that actually looks like what the protest was like um but we you were in fort wayne indiana seth and i were actually here in columbus ohio to during the protest um and so There were still, you know, you said like 200, 300 people at that protest, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. I mean, we were talking about, Seth and I were talking about earlier, how many people were at the Columbus one. I'm so bad with numbers. So we know it's less than than a thousand
1: hundreds were there, but not, not as many as projected. Yeah.
2: Well, and we didn't expect that many to be there because Fort Wayne's a very conservative pro-life area, so we weren't even expecting two to three hundred. So we were very surprised with how many people showed up. Interesting. Was it uh, mostly like older women, younger women, just a mixture? There was a mix. There was definitely a lot of both. Okay. So. Okay. Was there, there a lot of families there? Yeah, it was sad because there were multiple families with young kids and babies. And okay. Yeah, it was really sad.
1: But a sidebar that's not really a part of this conversation is that Fort Wayne has history here where there was Planned Parenthood that folded when their nurse practitioner left and then now has come back. So there's a renewed energy to make Fort Wayne Pro-choice, even though it is still a conservative city by and large.
0: Interesting. So maybe that is kind of gearing up a lot of the people. If that was like was that recent?
1: Yeah, I mean when 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 Planned Parenthood folded was maybe four or so years ago, but can't coming back is within the past year too. Oh, wow. yeah, right? yeah. So, they,
2: they don't actually do abortions there right now, but they're actually trying to get an abortionist to come in at least once a week. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's awful. So, mm-hmm. um, well, there's your background for Fort Wayne,
0: Indiana. For everybody else who doesn't know much about Fort Wayne, Indiana, there the you go. Summit
1: City and Hoosier Land. <laughs>
0: um so that's like unfortunate but that was great that you led a team how many people were with y'all there were 10 of us 10 of you okay awesome and so um you led a team of 10 people showing up showing the victims of abortion um uh let's say amongst that's not a word among the crowd of pro-abortion people um so what was your experience like
2: yeah, it was, I, overall it was really good. Um, we didn't have any, um, the, they were pretty, the others, the pro-choice people, they were pretty civil. Um, there were many conversations going on um, and so that was really encouraging to see. Nice. Um, so
0: in that all, I guess we should maybe play the clip real quick. You got to talk to a few people, but this is a clip of a girl mostly talking at you. <laughs> and yeah. so let's hear that. going anywhere. You should probably be on that side of the street.
1: Is that an elephant or a human? Do you know?
2: I do know. Oh, you do? Okay. Why, why do you want to block out the truth? This is what this you're This is for. not the truth. It's my ovaries, my choice. I know, but this is what happens. The <laughs> my ovaries, my choice. I know, but I think I every
1: Okay, so I don't hear a lot of new arguments or new slogans, but I have to admit, that's the first time I've ever heard someone shout, my ovaries, my choice. Is that new for you?
0: Yeah. That is so funny. That's awful. She let it chant. She got multiple people. came and joined her. (laughs) That's the power of persuasion right there. It totally is. It
1: fits with this the bands off our bodies, right? So she's saying, don't touch my ovaries. I I don't know anyone trying to pass any law about someone's ovaries. Do you, I don't do you? know.
0: Do you I know? don't know how. Maybe she, I think she just got the word uterus and ovaries mixed up in her mind. But <laughs> maybe I think because when knows. reproduction
1: happens, ovaries have done their job and they're done now for yeah. a little while. I
0: don't think, I think it had to have been a mistake. It yeah. had to. I think she messed up, in her mind, she was saying... I mean, uterus makes a little bit more sense, but even in abortion, we're not talking about the woman's uterus. We're more concerned with the other life that's inside the uterus um, who needs to be protected, but yeah. It's just not wow. as snappy as my body,
1: my choice, no. but maybe she was thinking rosaries off my ovaries, which is a nice, you know, poetry, I suppose, right? Yes. So maybe that's what was in her mind. I don't know, but yes. um, that was interesting, that interesting.
0: chant. Well, I think what was... I mean, maybe even a little bit more interesting than um, my ovaries, my choice was what she asked you before. So, like we said, we were holding, or she was holding uh, abortion victim images on a sign. Claire was holding them. Claire. Yes. Sorry Mm -hmm. to specify that. She definitely was not the lady that she was talking to. Um, But she asked you um, if you could tell if that was
2: in. If I knew. Okay, what would she ask you? She asked if I knew if it was a human fetus or an elephant fetus. Okay.
0: And you responded, "Yes, I do know. That is a human fetus." Um which I know that mm. there was this video that kind that went viral with um Charlie Kirk and he went on this um talk show and the guy showed him a photo of like a dolphin embryo or something like that and he was asked is this a human embryo? And he like got him to say, yes, that is a human embryo. That that's a person or whatever. And um, he's like, no, this is actually a dolphin. And it's like, oh, a big like gotcha moment, um, which isn't really a gotcha moment because um, just because maybe we know we got that wrong. Um, it's okay if a human embryo looks similar to other types of embryos. Um, makes a lot of sense that they do. Um, that doesn't mean that the human embryo isn't human. Well said, Lexi. You're right,
1: like it's irrelevant what you look like. Yeah. there are things that look human that are not human. You walk into Old Navy, what do you see? There are these mannequins smiling at you, right? Mannequins. Some of them can be really lifelike and can appear to be human. That does not make them human. So what you look like can be helpful in determining what you are, but it's not conclusive. It's not the end all be all for what you are. And so, it's people do make a big deal about this every zygote, or I I don't know if I should say every, but zygotes generally look the same, right? So we see one cell, so they say, well, we can't tell what it is, and therefore we don't know what it is, but it doesn't follow that because we can't tell, we don't know. Mm -hmm. Every living being, it's it's not like a mom gets pregnant, uh, and then she's like, I have to wait nine months to find out, big surprise, is it a cat or a dog or a human, right? No, there's already a nature there that that will determine whether that grows into an eventually an adult human, adult feline, adult canine. You have a nature at day one that will direct whether you're going to um, grow powerful claws or and really thick skin and a lot of fur or the kind of way that humans develop there's a nature there day one we cannot see but just not be able to see that nature does not mean it's not there directing the type of being that is developing it's a real misconception here every living being has a nature that determines how it grows that's why we don't grow haphazardly like into different half species we have a certain type of nature at day one
0: that's why we know if a um, human woman has an abortion we know that that um embryo or fetus that was killed was a human embryo or fetus so we don't have to leave wondering um right is that
1: simple what are the parents humans okay we have a human dogs we have a dog it's pretty simple
0: pretty simple unfortunately um that is not so simple in a lot of people's minds usually because it's just so clouded with their um desire to have abortion um and that can be that can come from a lot of different things. But um, I know that there were a lot of other things other than this lady um, who was using an argument. At least the um, my ovaries, my choice was a form of her trying to argue for abortion and shut you down, um, shut the pro-life side down, even though that's not really an argument for abortion. I don't think anybody um, sitting here right now is going to uh, be opposed to you doing what you want with your um, ovaries. You go for it, girl. Um, But we are going to say you can't kill your child who's inside your uterus. Who
1: actually might have her own ovaries. I mean, that's the irony here, right? So you're going to dismantle, destroy someone else's ovaries while your ovaries are now not part of the discussion anymore. Mm -hmm. I get this connected to reproduction. I get that. Maybe a stand-in for my body, my choice. But literally, you're destroying someone else's ovaries.
0: Exactly. Um, And so that's what we have to always go back and focus on. And that's honestly what our signs are doing. We're just... Not even um, having to use our, our any slogans or anything back to them, we're just showing them what abortion is. Um, and so I know Claire, you had um, another sign that you saw that you thought was um, interesting. Could you tell everybody about that sign?
2: Yeah, yeah, there was a, a there were a lot of signs, most of them were the normal ones that you see. Um, but this one was I thought was unique. I'd never seen it before. It said, "I bet you." One unplanned pregnancy that you're secretly pro-choice.
1: Okay, can you unpack that for me? Um, so, what is being communicated there?
2: I mean, I think I think what they're essentially saying is, if you get pregnant unexpectedly. Whether or not you have an abortion, I bet you want to or I bet you secretly are pro-choice.
1: So you may think you're pro-life, but you get pregnant unplanned. You're going to really default to really be pro-choice. So they're kind of saying that everyone really has a default pro-choice position. Some of us just kind of pretend like it's not there and say we're opposed to abortion until it becomes personal for us.
0: Which I find so interesting because I think a lot of people um, who would say they are pro-abortion also believe that, you know, you're an individual and you can believe what you want to believe, or at least they'll say that, um, and that, like, um, you don't have to. You can break like the boundaries. You don't have to, you know, be stuck in the cultural um beliefs that you were taught growing up or whatever. So they'll like say all these things, but then they're yet they're telling you what you believe, even though you're saying the exact mm. opposite. Like, trust me, trust what I have to say. Um, if I supported abortion, I definitely wouldn't be spinning. Well, my uh, pretty much entire life right now, um, uh, opposing abortion. I wouldn't be spending my Saturday doing this. So who are you to tell me what I believe? And I find that really interesting. Um, but did you ever get to talk to that person or I did just not saw it? No. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think, did you see anybody else or talk to anybody, um, who was saying anything else along those lines of just giving a kind of an argument that really wasn't an argument?
2: I mean, yeah, we hear that all the time, just these little slogans thrown out there. I mean, yeah, most of them don't even hold up. Like, even a lot of them we agree with, but, yeah, for some reason they think we don't. I mean, (laughs) they think that that that's going to change their mind. I mean, even coming back down to, like, the my body, my choice, like, we agree, like... Yeah.
1: Right. And so I think, Lexi, what you were saying a moment ago uh, when you were asking Claire that question is this idea of arguments aren't really arguments. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if that person holding the sign were correct, let's say Claire really were even unbeknownst to her secretly pro-choice. And if she got un- got pregnant unexpectedly, she would suddenly want abortion. What bearing does it have at all on the case against abortion? It's, again, really irrelevant. They're saying, Claire, I bet you really are pro-choice, and maybe that would be true. I'm I'm sure it's not true, because I know Claire. We all do in this room. But even if that were true, it would not change at all why abortion is wrong. And this, I think, we have to really press on, that people get so hung up on these things like, you want to take away my rights, it's about my body, or you really are pro-choice, just don't know it. But, the case against abortion is simple. We know what it is. It's wrong to intentionally kill innocent humans. Abortion does that. Thus, it's wrong. Whether Claire is pro-life, pro-choice, it has no bearing on whether abortion is right or wrong. That lands, riser falls on this argument alone. So I think it's just really confusing the case here. They're not giving us a counter argument to our position. They're merely shouting things, asserting things, or attacking the person holding the sign, which is not relevant to the dialogue.
0: Mm-hmm. I I saw in other ways, too, I saw a lot of signs about um, if like the senators and or even like the Supreme Court justices get their mistress, mistresses pregnant, mm. um, then if they do this and how are they going to have abortions? Like they just think that so many people I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of hypocrites out there. Uh, probably in government especially if we're going to talk about hypocrites you know we can look to our politicians for a lot of things but um it's just like so crazy that they just expect everybody to be like faking it like all pro-lifers are really just faking it i think it goes back to the whole pro-birth thing like oh we're just like putting on this facade that we actually believe that Uh, pre-born human beings are human beings who have value and that all human beings have value I think they just think it's a complete facade that we're putting on for fun or I don't know for power but we definitely aren't the ones in power we wouldn't have um abortion be the law of the land for the past 50 years
1: I think that's a really good point and so because I think that sometimes I don't know this person who had the sign clear at your event but I often hear on this topic a lot of people say yes in an ideal world abortion would not happen right so that's different than like the right to vote or whatever where you think that, no, this is the way things should be we should have this right they admit there's something wrong here with this true but, the, and so, but still they, they see us as not being in reality so we are not living in the real world where women really do need this thing so I think they see us as kind of pie in the sky Pollyanna almost which is not really at all what we are we recognize we cannot bring a utopia to earth and really interestingly we are not trying to build a utopia on earth we're merely working for a very base minimum state in which innocent pre-born people or innocent people of any um, type are not intentionally killed it's pretty baseline
0: mm-hmm. so claire give me your reaction to this statement okay god gave us free will so who are we to stop other people from doing what they want to do
2: um. Yeah, we we hear that a lot sometimes. And um, onto that, I would say, I mean, I agree that God has given us free will, but He's also commanded us to do the right thing. And so, um, that comes back to yeah, because someone someone even asked me that on Saturday, and like the Bible commands us to do good and to do what is right and and true and honorable. And I think while we can choose bad and wrong and sin, we are not supposed to choose that, and we should condone that and um help others choose what is right. Mm-hmm.
1: Was that a sign, Lexi?
2: That was a sign um that a girl showed
0: me on Saturday and she uh I brought up, okay, well, we stop people from stealing. We mm-hmm. stop people from um killing other born people. And she was like, Oh, that is not the same thing. And like all these crowds of girls were like, Oh my goodness, I can't believe what you're saying. I'm like OK, but if you're just saying God gave us free will, therefore we can do whatever we want and don't stop anybody from doing anything, then don't stop the rapist from raping the innocent 13 year old girl um, it, with that line of logic. But we look at that and say that's awful just because we can do whatever we want doesn't mean we ought to do whatever we want and doesn't mean that we ought to sit back and allow violence, allow injustice to um, permeate throughout our society.
1: So well said. I think that um, what, what you just said there maybe points to I, – I, we shouldn't assume motives at all, but I kind of think maybe part of what's going on here when they advance arguments that are not really arguments, I think it's because as you just said, they say, well, that's totally different they're blinded by their prejudice and their prejudice is this default reaction that preborn people just are not people. Mm-hmm. And so they don't really think they need an argument. All they need to do is like, you know, um, point to hypocrisy among us or to whatever it may be. They don't really have to advance an argument because their position is the default position in America that fetuses, embryos are not people and they don't see need to really argue for anything.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that's almost like where they're at. Like they can like we talked about, all the girls just started chanting, um, my ovaries, my choice. Like you can say whatever you want. And I was listening to the speakers and like, they were saying the most outrageous things that I don't even know if a lot of the people there agreed with. Um, but everybody would just like chant or clap to what they were saying just because it was like the right thing to do in the moment or whatever. So they can literally use whatever argument they want and people will celebrate. Yeah.
1: Champion them. It doesn't matter.
0: If it makes any sense, um, if it has anything to do with reality or even anything to do with what's going on, people will start like, um, I had somebody say, uh, tell me, get a hobby, get a hobby. And then another person that said, get it, get an abortion. And then everybody just started laughing like, oh, is the best comeback you could ever think, um, that they just gave me. And I'm like, okay, where's the substance? I'm trying to talk about human value and things. Where, where are y'all coming from? I really want to know, um, And I don't think they feel the need to really bring that. Would you say that was the same at the rally you were at in Fort Wayne?
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, they they don't care that they don't have an argument. Like, even, I don't know if you could hear in the clip, but I was like, you have to shout. You have to shout over me. You have to shout at me to drown out what I'm saying because you can't have a logical conversation because you don't have an argument to build your case on because you don't have a case.
1: All right, Claire, here's what I saw. React to this. We, uh, on a sign I saw, we are not ovary reacting.
2: Well, I definitely think they are. <laughs> okay,
1: there you go. Oh, Good that's response.
2: That's
0: funny. Yeah, that one is like everywhere. And yeah, there's I a ton of puns, y'all. There's yeah, a ton, a ton of, puns. of puns. I mean, I was gonna post some of them on Instagram, but there's some of them are just so inappropriate. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, this is really, really inappropriate. Nobody in the world needs to see this. I did. Sorry, see, there's no show
1: note for that. Just gotta go see it for yourself. You, you have to just it. go.
0: Come join us for the next protest. Mm-hmm. Reach out to Created Equal. Come get trained. Talk to you about abortion and come out with us. It's not as scary as it may seem. We're all normal people who uh, have just a little bit of knowledge. And but we need it, like, we need so
1: hobbies much- though we need hobbies we do
0: need hobbies um i probably should pick up one of theirs i maybe should have asked for a list of things mm-hmm. that they like to do maybe i would have found one that way i don't know we'll see uh, maybe next week we can talk about all of our favorite hobbies and-
1: exactly This this one just flew by because there's just so much, there are so many other ones I wish we could get into, but as you said, Lexi, just um, everyone listening, come join us. Yes. So Claire, thank you for being there. Uh, It's important that we be expanding our efforts. That's what's so exciting, seeing um, people like Claire who are interns, but also come from other towns and wherever they go in their life, they're going to keep doing this work. So we want you to be one of those people. So come join us. Uh, There's still time to sign up for our day of action. Go to createequal.org slash action. Join us as well as... Christian blogger, pro-life activist Sam Say and other keynote speakers. We're going to be talking this year about seeking justice in times of turmoil. So you'll have time to be trained and also learn how to talk about abortion then go practice doing it with us on the streets. So exciting times. Come join us. And then until then, keep listening to The Debrief. Reach out to us. We'd love to be in touch with you. Maybe you can tell us crazy things you've seen. We'd love to hear the things you've seen and heard as well. Until then, we'll see you next week. We are Creative equal and this has been The Debrief.